Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Tar with my two driver teammates, Dale Jarrett and Jeff Burton. Guys, I don't know where to start. A full weekend of racing at Pocono. We saw back-to-back cup races. And then on Sunday, we had trucks, Xfinity, and cup all racing on the same track, on the same day without lights. It was exciting. It was eventful. But in the end, two drivers dominated two races. Kevin Harvick and Danny Hamlin end up 1-2 in both races. Dale Jarrett, I'll head to you first. What stood out from a weekend of racing at Pocono? Well, I think the thing that stood out the most is I didn't have to get off my sofa all weekend. So that was a great thing between <laughs> racing and golf. I was in, I was in heaven almost. Uh, it was great. But the, I think the thing that stood out to me was the, the shorter cup races added a lot of strategy that I hadn't even given thought to uh, as to how they may go about this. And two drivers and teams uh, used basically the same strategy, uh, even though Hamlin uh, and his team changed it up a little bit today uh, and, really got themselves in the best position they could put their driver in to, to win this race today. So uh, it, it was just good racing uh, along the way. I think they had a lot of battles. Uh, I mean, we saw drivers, you know, beating and banging for seventh place at the checkered flag on Sunday and uh, just a lot of action throughout the weekend. But, uh, hey, NASCAR did an amazing job uh, battling weather, uh, no lights at a racetrack, and to get in three races. Uh, in one day, uh, just incredible job, and it was fun to watch. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The races were fun to watch. I thought they were very compelling. You didn't know what was going to happen. A lot of different strategies. A lot of good, just hardcore racing. Uh, I think they wrecked enough stuff, Steve. I think they drove the price of metal up. I don't know that we've seen a weekend... Uh, in cup racing, or in all the races for that matter. But, you know, when you think about cup racing, uh, we don't see wrecks like this anymore. But this looked like kind of a stereotypical Pocono race from 10, 12, 15 years ago where it was common to see wrecks. Uh, I don't like to see wrecks because we, DJ, you and I know what it feels like. But what I do like is the action, right? The, 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 the wrecks and, and how they happen because people were racing each other. Stuff was happening. And that's what we tune in. We tune in to see that great race and that great action. And those restarts were absolutely crazy. How aggressive those drivers are on restart, it's just fascinating to me. Well, Jeff, you mentioned action. So, listen, it's no secret. I love Pocono. I love everything about it. I love the strategy. I love the full team effort it takes. You talk about action. Listen, I love the variety in which the tracks on the NASCAR schedule deliver action. Martinsville, Bristol, door-to-door, beating and banging. Now we have these mile-and-a-half races, which are unbelievable. Pack racing and drafting, but you still have to handle and then we move on to Pocono, and while the pass for the lead 
Was it perhaps a door-to-door -door battle down the front stretch? It was a chess match between two drivers and two crew chiefs that believed and trusted one another. I want the fans to understand this was not dumb luck for the four to come in to take two tires and the 11 to run a certain number of laps. It wasn't a fuel decision. It was purely managing traffic. The 11 team gave Hart, Denny Hamlin, Denny behind the wheel, trying to calculate all that in his head, believed his crew chief and put down arguably the best laps of the weekend. And then Gabe Hart had enough guts, and I'm telling you, it takes guts to leave your driver on the racetrack because the yellow's going to ruin it all, to wait until the exact moment to pit when you come back into clear traffic. That's what Pocono was all about. It delivered that for me. You mentioned the wrecks. I love the racing on the racetrack. But, guys, 41 wins now for Denny Hamlin. He has passed Mark Martin in the all-time win list. I know he doesn't have a championship, but is he finally getting the due? Is he finally getting the respect for the resume he carries? Well, I hope so. I mean, I, look, I think everybody, you know, obviously championships, you know, mean a lot. Um, in, in motorsports, you know, championships don't always work out like they do in some other team sports with mechanical issues, other people having problems. There's, there's a few more issues that can arise in motorsports that are different than other sports, in my opinion, that, that can prohibit someone, a team, from losing a championship that perhaps they don't control as much as you do in other sports. So, you know, obviously winning championships aren't a fluke. You know, Jimmy Johnson's not a fluke that he won seven championships. It wasn't a fluke when Dale Jarrett won his championship. But just because you haven't won a championship shouldn't preclude you from being one of the sport's, you know, best drivers. And Denny Hamlin, with the number of wins that he's had, um, and even, you know, in this later stage in his career, right? I mean, he's not a spring chicken. He's still delivering. Denny Hamlin is getting it done. He, he is he's a really good race car driver. And, Steve, I think you're right. I think people are starting to recognize that more now because it's later in his career. Yeah, and, and I think these last wins, uh, and, and all, all four of these wins, this, you know, the Daytona 5 group, look at all the different type of racetracks that Denny Hamlin has won at and won at multiple times. I mean, six wins now at Pocono. Jeff, we know how difficult that racetrack is from a driver's standpoint. It's so gratifying when you go there and win because you hear everybody talk about that it's a driver's track. You know, you've got to get the job done. And, and uh, Denny Hamlin, you know, I don't care if he doesn't win a championship. I, I think that he will. Uh, I, matter of fact, I think he'll probably win multiple championships. And I think this year might be his first one. But he's a Hall of Famer, whether he does or not, uh, just with everything he's been able to accomplish. But I hope that everybody is recognizing the talent. And, and I bring that as this – everything started back, and there's no practice. I think this has really shown and brought out some driver talents that are really outstanding. And when you look at Kevin Harvick, what he's done, and Denny Hamlin, what they've done, they put themselves at the top of the list as far as the amount of talent they have, and they've won seven races between them so far. Well, DJ, you mentioned no practice. That leads me to the next discussion because this driver has been vocal about no practice and how he feels it has hurt his 18 car on the racetrack. He said it again today, an accident with Ryan Blaney. I'll be honest, I saw the damage, but I never saw a good replay. It, it's obvious to me there was contact. Kyle wouldn't really allude to what it was in his interview. So I'm not sure we'll ever know. Maybe the truth will come out this week of what happened and involved the lap car, Ryan Blaney in Kyle Busch, the simple fact, though, Kyle, he said, hey, with laps on Saturday, we're better on Sunday. He says practice is hurting the 18 team. Jeff, I'll throw it to you. The 18 has not won a race this year. Do you buy into the lack of practice hurting Kyle Busch with so much talent? You would think you we, we did finally see a, a replay, Steve, that where, where he, you know, the 18 did get held up, and then Blaney got into the, out, got into the back of him, ran into him pretty hard. Uh, and I'm sure Kyle Busch wasn't happy about that. It wasn't on purpose, but, but certainly Blaney didn't get checked up like he needed to. 
you know, listen, we're used to Kyle Busch winning, leading laps, winning stages, and winning races. And we're used to him being Martin Truex's equal, right? In the last several years, you can make a case that Martin Truex Jr. Uh, has been as good, if not a little better than Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch has that, that, that extra championship. Uh, but this year, he, he and that team, they're third at, at Joe Gibbs Racing. And that's something that we, nor them, are accustomed to. So there is something going on, whether it's a lack of practice, there's, they're missing something. It just They were better today than they were yesterday, which leads me to believe that what Kyle is saying is right, that they need some practice. For whatever reason, that team benefits more from practice than other teams. That's Kyle's theory. But something is certainly not right. They are, we are not seeing the speed from them uh, that the other Joe Gibbs teams are able to generate. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Yeah, you can make an argument for that. And, and I have no doubt, you know, Kyle Busch understands his race cars and, and, and has a great feel for his cars. And when they don't show up the, the best, and he said this many times, that they've unloaded and not been good at all in years past but they made their car better throughout the weekend. And he and Adam Stevens have such a great relationship, they were able to do that. But the fact is, right now, you don't have that luxury. Uh, yes, they, they look like that they were better today, but he has teammates that are getting the job done without any practice or anything. And something that I've always looked at in drivers uh, that, that I do appreciate, so this will be on the Kyle Busch side of it, is that I, I appreciate a driver. Jeff Burton, you were one of those. Uh, I, I look at Rusty Wallace, uh, and I could name some others that – when you had time to work on your race cars, you knew enough about it and what you were looking for that you helped your crew chief get to that point and make your race car better. And, and that's uh, something that adds to the talent that you have as a driver. So I appreciate that fact. But I also have enjoyed the fact that they go to these racetracks, very difficult racetracks, have no practice time whatsoever, and we've seen a group of drivers uh, be standouts in this. And, and I, I really appreciate that. And I actually think it keeps the entire field together more times because uh, the more the better teams and drivers, the more time they have to work on their stuff in a practice session, the better they're going to be because their their box is a little bit bigger and their information is a little bit better. So uh, they're going to have to figure this out because this isn't what we're used to seeing from Kyle Busch. And if we're going to start talking about who's going to be in the playoffs and who's going to be championship contenders, right now Kyle Busch will be in the playoffs, but I wouldn't consider him a championship contender at this point in time. All right, well, you said it. Let's start looking ahead. So one name real quick who's on a little bit of a hot streak, Eric Almarola, four straight top five finishes, two top fives up at Pocono. Great run at Pocono. So my question is, A, where does the 10 car stack up? But Jeff Burton, more importantly, 
We are covering some races this weekend when NASCAR heads to the Brickyard. Xfinity is on the road course with the Indy cars, but the Cup cars are still on the high speed, the two and a half mile rectangle. So Eric Almirola on a hot streak. Do we expect the cars that ran well at Pocono, like Eric Almirola, like the 20, like the 11, like the four, to carry that momentum into Indianapolis? You know, the tracks, you know, engineers and crew chiefs talk about the tracks being very similar. I've never thought that. I mean, Pocono is very, very rough. Indy is very smooth. But we do see, I remember Bill Elliott went to Pocono and kicked everybody's butt and went to Indy kicked everybody's butt. So we have seen that happen. But uh, you know, I think the tracks are relatively different. And again, Adele Jarrett and you guys just talked about it, no practice, right? It's changed the game. And and who can unload? Who can be good as soon as the green flag drops? To me, Ryan Blaney. Like he's been fast, you know, for you know, for the last month. I think he's gonna be really good at Indy. Yeah, and here's what I'll say. I think that that yeah, you're gonna see Denny Hamlin. He's gonna be the best Toyota that's gonna be there because speed is gonna be a factor, uh, and they seem to to hit on setup better. Kevin Harvick's gonna be good, so we're gonna see the same people up there. Here's the thing that I'll say though. On the other side, if you miss it just a little bit at Indy, if that splitter's hitting with the four distinct corners, uh, or you just get off a little bit, whether it's a little tight or on the loose side you're going to find yourself dropping positions in a hurry uh, with not a lot of chances to work on it and, and fix it throughout that race. So uh, if you miss it, you're going to have a long day of struggling there. Well, guys, it was a great weekend, a historic weekend at Pocono with all three NASCAR Premier Series, the Trucks, Xfinity, and Cup all running on the same day. It'll be another historic racing, a weekend of racing in Indianapolis this weekend where we see both IndyCar and NASCAR at the same facility on the same weekend. We have Xfinity and IndyCar at the road course, the cup cars on the oval, a full weekend of racing from Indianapolis on both NBCSN and NBC. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.